Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the I'm Tired podcast. I'm your host, Grace Valentine. I'm an author, blogger, speaker, podcast host, but most importantly, I'm a friend. Today on the podcast, I have someone I was friends with in college. We randomly had one PR class together, and we bonded over just kind of being over college in a way. I don't know if that's what you would say, Kennedy, but Kennedy Sidham is amazing. And she was on the podcast before. And it's kind of cool because I was listening to the episode she was on before. And I'll link that in the description. But we were talking about her wedding coming up and like all these new changes. And it's cool because now she's married. It's been a year and a half. Like life is different. So Kennedy, say hi to everyone. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I literally just went back and listened to ours too. And I'm only like a quarter through. And I was like, wow, we were inspirational. <laughs> we, we were, were so happy. We were and we- so inspirational. I was like, whoa, I don't even know if I could talk like that now. Like, I feel like the pandemic has just kind of like, I can't speak as eloquently now. Like I have to learn how to talk again. And for me, I think I look back and I'm like, man, I was still so stupid. Like, and I was giving yes. some decent advice. I was like, yes, same. I'm still talking to this boy, like giving people the time of my day. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, I'll probably look back on this interview like two years from now and say the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. We always grow. Okay. That's important. I get so upset that I couldn't go to your wedding. I had the dumbest excuse. <laughs> I had the dumbest, it's not even an excuse. So I was like class president in high school. And I promised to play in the high school reunion. And so then we booked, that. That, we booked that date. And oh, I was like, I want to skip the high school reunion that I'm planning. But then I was like, I can't do that. Like, I promise is a promise. So if anyone's hey, yes, can hi. I know I shut up, but it was I honestly shut up. Um, but no, how was the wedding? That's important. It so f- uh, it's it's okay. But h- how was the wedding? It was amazing. I mean, it's so crazy. We're coming up on our two year anniversary this June. Wow, that would have been bad if I forgot our date. But June 29th, that's the date. <laughs> um, yeah. So we are coming up on our two year, and I literally. I I can't even like, it feels like yesterday. Like if that's so weird, I know we went like 2020 doesn't really count because just nobody did anything, but like, it's so crazy how it's been two years and I feel like it's been, you know, a couple months. Like it just feels so fun still. Like we're still in that, like, you know, barely married, but been married for a while and also been together for seven years this year. So like we've been together for a while. Like that's like a lifetime, man. That's, that's not a lifetime, but it's a long time. Like I I know seven years ago, I can't picture that. I know. Actually it might be six. I don't know. December 13th of 26 years, but that's still like, that's over half a decade. We all met when you were 19, right? 2019. I was 18. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. It was 18. I was turning 19. Oh, because it was it was your freshman year of college because he moved yeah. and he left so Baylor. Yeah. So that you had to meet him. Years old and I'm 24 now. And you'll have to do so much long distance for a while too. Yeah. That yeah. definitely, definitely long distance, man. But now it's just so fun. Like the wedding was amazing. Like looking back on it, we, I literally me and him just watched our wedding video the other day because Aww. one of his, like one of his teammates is staying with us because they're about to move into the house, whatever. And we were like, 
you know, let's go down memory lane. Let's show him our wedding video. And it was like, oh, this two years well, I've ago. I've had people say like, oh my gosh, you'll never watch your wedding video. And I'm like, that's such a lie. I hear so many oh sappy God. couples. I think if you're just like so- And we're cheesy. Which I'm sure you and Jared are. Yeah. You guys are obviously cheesy. madly in love. Um, <laughs> cause, I mean, he's the kid who would tag you on the ring, his ring or the ring tag himself on the ring figure. I can't remember. I just remember like stalking yeah. us on Instagram and being like, oh my gosh. And you didn't know. That's the best part. Um, so yeah. if you didn't know, guys, I'll explain that to people. Uh, Jarrett would tag Kennedy on his ring finger, like in all his pictures. And Kennedy did, oh, on her ring finger, like when they were like 19, 20, like all those pictures, if you go back on their Instagram and look, it's like so cute. And Kennedy didn't realize till like someone commented or messaged her, but like everyone knew about it. I'm super, I just thought it was funny. You're like, I didn't know for a while. And I'm like, me and all my friends knew. Um, Okay. So what is, since you, like, you just talked about the pandemic, were you like, what was marriage like in a pandemic? I literally, I think it's hilarious because we see all these celebrity couples, like they're breaking up left and right. And they're like, it's the pandemic. It's the pandemic. Me and Jarrett could not be more opposite of that. And I don't know if it's because our lifestyle is so like fast, 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 like everything's on the go, like to like be forced to like, just sit and reflect and hang out. I think it was the biggest blessing. Like we even say to this day, it's one of our favorite like moments of our marriage was being cooped up for three months with each other until like summer happened and things started to, you know, kind of get rolling again. And like, you were able to hang out and whatever. Um, I don't know. It was just such a crazy like experience to be like married in a pandemic because Literally, like we had so much fun. We would cook every single night. We would watch Marvel movies. Like I literally have, like we're still unpacking, which is crazy. We've been in this house for a year, but um, I have our calendar that has every single Marvel movie that we watched for the month of, I think that was May. Yeah, we watched a Marvel movie a night. So that like, we just found stuff that was like stuff we would never be able to do and just did it. And like, it was so fun. Like, you know, but I, we got to do our thing and be us. And I think that's the most important thing. And we got to slow down for a second and really be with each other. And that was a huge blessing in disguise that we didn't even know. And of course it, you know, sucked. Like everyone hated it and everyone wanted, like was scared and wanted normal life. And then we're like, look, trying to look at the other side of it. Like, okay, everyone gets to slow down, reflect, be with each other, you know, get better at, talking over the phone and find new things that they're passionate about. And I think that was the bright side of the pandemic with marriage. So that was, it was fun. In my opinion, it was fun. Yeah. And I think it's just like the COVID showed us all that it's like the unique experiences we have that matter in life. Like, I think we like build up so much momentum about big events in our lives, whether it's like a wedding and like, those are big and beautiful things, but the Wednesday night on your couch watching Marvel movies, like that's impacting your relationship more than you think. And that's the celebrity couples. Like when you get so busy and you forget to make those, that time for people that's intentional, that's not big. That's not going to an award show, not doing something big. Then of course you're going to, you know, you're going to either realize the person you're with is like 
in the boring, most mundane moments of your life is who you want to be with. And I think that is a huge thing that you need to figure out regardless. So if the pandemic was good for people in that way to where they, you know, realize their partner wasn't their person, then I'm glad because you know what, then you're going to have to find out maybe six years down the road and you guys, you know, get married and get a divorce. Like it maybe saved you from a divorce. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. I had a lot of friends who like broke up during the pandemic. Yeah. I'm talking about like more normal people now. Of course we see the celebrities breaking up because that's all we see in headlines. But like, I know a lot of people who have broken up, you know, broken off their engagements was just like crazy to me. I'm like, whoa, like that was like the pandemic was eye opening for you in that sense. And then in other senses, like for me and Jarrett and other couples, it's like, oh my God, like we've never been better. Like, it's amazing. It's, you get to finally have those times with the person that you love and you still realize like you are the person I want to be with whenever I have nothing else to do or nothing else to talk about. Like, and I think that's important in both aspects for people to figure out. So in that way, I'm thankful for the pandemic because it just, you know, again, reiterates how much I love him. So. Oh, and y'all have such a great relationship. And I'd say like for me being someone who's single and for all the single listeners out there, I think the pandemic taught me like, I think I'm like very big into my career and I'm like, I like, I obviously like guys, but I'm like, not one of those girls done, get married. But I see people like you and I'm like, okay, I, at the end of the day, I do want that. One. I think it reminds me. I'm <laughs> like, right, I guess I'll think about it. I guess, I guess that would be nice to have a built-in best friend. Um, and I, there's like, obviously I think anyone listening who's single, there's no rush. Like you don't need to just make oh, rash decisions about all. who you're stuck with because you want to be stuck with someone that you can watch movies with and then like enjoy your time. Like I'm not going to be settling totally. and be okay. I want to be happy. Um, oh, but yeah, I think it taught us that the people around you are the most important part. So totally. And my sister, she's single and she told me something that I was like super proud of her for is like, you have to be okay with yourself and what you want to do in life and like who you are as a person before you can even be with anybody. And she was like that the pandemic made me realize that. So like, single people who are like finding themselves again and in a different way, it's going to just help you in the long run. Because then once you go back out in the world and you're ready to get, you're ready to date, you're going to be so secure in yourself and who you are that you're going to not even flinch on what you want. So I think that's another positive aspect. No, no, that's so good. And like, it's like, yeah, you have to like yourself. I have to like being around myself. I can't my personality has never been dependent on someone else as like a banter, you know, like yeah. when I'm around someone, I have a great banter and I get really excited, you but <laughs> it's, it's not dependent on, cause I know who I am. And so, yeah, like if you think about it, the pandemic almost felt like being stuck in an elevator, like who would you want to be stuck in an elevator with? Like that is, you're going to like, you want to be, no one wants to be in a pandemic and no one wants to be in an elevator, but like, if you had to be, who would make that fun? And like, that's exactly. who you should end up with. Exactly. Um, Okay. So what is your advice to young girls who are, whether they're single, but like, they're like, Oh my gosh, my wedding one day, like, and they're dreaming of like, they're happily ever after. Oh my gosh. So I literally, I was such a, I have my wedding planned in my head since I was like four and more just because I just love like the creative aspect and the like, just like the ceremonial, like coming together under, underneath God and like showing your love and all that stuff. So I had jumped about that since I was little, but like planning, it was a whole different thing. Um, I had a wedding planner, but I did most of the, like most of the stuff. And she just did the logistical aspects, handling like the, 
you know, coordinating and talking to the vendors and coordinating the time. So like, I like did all the like creative stuff and like thinking that way. And so my, I guess my advice for people of like, that are anxious for it or like are overthinking it or are just so excited. What do I need to like do? Um, just an overall umbrella over that is more just don't stress about the small things. Like on our wedding day, it rained the whole time, the the day of morning. And then all of a sudden, right when I walked down the aisle, it stopped raining. Like it don't stress it like at all. You know what I mean? Because it's going to stop the Lord will provide. I literally prayed all day for them it not to rain. And it did. And I wasn't, I was like upset, but you know what? It's all that matters is you walking down the aisle towards your husband and getting married, like stressing the small stuff is pointless. And then I think I did like a little Q and a recently where someone asked me like, how do you handle like all the different opinions? And I squashed that immediately. I was like, uh-uh, do not let people tell you what you should do on your wedding day with your husband. It should be between you and your husband. Like, don't let floating opinions. If someone doesn't like your dress, tell them to shut up. Like it's your dress, like stuff like that. Like don't allow outside opinions. And unless like you absolutely need it, like if you need advice, sure, go ahead. But to me, I was like, I am not going to let one of my bridesmaids or groomsmen tell me where they should stand because I don't care. Like it doesn't matter. Did people try to? I mean, I guess. There was some, no, I wouldn't say they tried to. I would say that if every wedding that I go to, it's always a joke, like where people stand, like, oh, if you're standing closest, you're most important. But like, yeah, me, I think it's like in your head, you think joke. that. I didn't know it's people said it out loud. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. I'm just making an example. Like stuff like that yeah. should never happen. And like outside opinions or like, re- like rehearsal dinner stuff, like, oh, sh- my mother wants to do paper napkins. Another one doesn't want to have nap. Like who cares? It doesn't matter. You know, that goes along with the small stuff, but so for people wanting to like plan their wedding or looking forward to, those are the two main things. Outside opinions do not matter and do not stress the small things. Cause if you're walking down the end of the day, that's all that matters down the aisle. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a good word, not just even for weddings, like the idea of like, there's so many voices that we hear and opinions and you have to live a life that you're proud of because people don't get a helicopter view of your life. Like they see like, whether it's wedding planning, they're seeing only one perspective. You, however, control your life. You get to see all the variables of what has led you to choose these things, these friends, these, this many bridesmaids, those bridesmaids, this location. So like, you can't let someone else dictate who literally only has one view of you, you know, whether it's your mom, like they don't, they didn't see you in college when you met the love of your life, you know, whatever it is. So I think that's good advice. I think we can all relate. And at the end of the day, a wedding is about celebrating a marriage. So exactly. as long as you're celebrating the marriage, like you said, like as long as you're walking down that aisle to your husband, the love of your life, and like, doesn't matter what napkins you have, like those things won't matter. I think something else that we also were like making sure was a point for our wedding was to make it a party. Like if you view it as like, you are hosting a big party celebrating you and your husband, I think it makes it it changes your mindset, like mindset, because if you think of it as like a wedding, you're like, Oh, there's so many logistical aspects. If you think of it as a party, you're like, I need to make sure these people have food, drinks, a good time. You know what I mean? I've thrown enough parties in my life. (laughs) Exactly. So we like wanted to make sure our wedding was a party, like a celebration because it is, it's a celebration of love and us and uniting and being one. So Mm -hmm. I think that's also something to look at. 
That's Nerd. a good word. I absolutely every time I go to my friends, I I think one of my friends, I heard one of like the moms made like a we were bridesmaid for like a like it's a wedding, not a party. And I kept saying, everyone remember it's a wedding, not a party. Like, I just kept joking because I was like, who's ready for the party? Exactly. <laughs> it's a party. And it was the best party I've ever been to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But obviously it's not like a college party. Like no one should like yeah, no. to it. But it's like just a yeah. Big- we're grown up now. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I also, Kennedy, like you have always like, I think you've had, you gained your following on social media in college, right? Yeah. A lot of it or high school. was, I would say like whenever I walked on the campus of Baylor, like people, like my soccer friends would give me like, give me some crap about it. So I feel like I still had a decent following in high school, but I don't really remember. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, you don't like, remember like the media, analytics. I was trying to think like it really didn't matter until recent. Like it really did it until recently, like the past. Five and years. also I feel like back in like when we were in freshman in college, I remember us thinking like 10K was a lot. And so <laughs> I was trying to remember, like, I remember thinking like, which like, obviously it still is a lot. Like, yeah. for, oh, like but like, Oh, it's a ton. But like, I remember thinking like this one girl, like, and she still, she had a great following, but she had 10,000 followers. I remember, oh my gosh, she gets, I remember her being like, oh my gosh, she gets 500 likes about someone. And like, that's still a lot of likes. Like that is a lot of likes, especially compared to what I had at the time. But it's just funny. Cause like, I, I just think like now there's a lot of people out there who are influencers who like get like, you know, it's, yeah. But maybe I also just see that more because of the world I'm in. But okay. It's so totally since you like, you have always been this person like where people like kind of like will talk about your Instagram following, even if it was a freshman, they might be giving you crap on the soccer field or whatever. But how do you protect your heart with comparison on social media? Because I know that's something no matter what. And even I think as I'm growing in my field, it's I like love numbers and I'm like looking at my analytics, how many people follow and I'm following me a day. But then I also look at other people's feeds and insecurity, whether it's summer bikini pictures, et cetera, come up. And so how do you protect your heart? Yeah. So I actually like, it was funny because whenever we talked last on your podcast, like we brought this up as well. And I like listened to myself and I was like, whoa, like I told myself this back then, like I need to keep telling myself this now, you know what I mean? Cause you can like, you can always compare yourself, but I think in my aspect, like I never let it define me. Like I've said that in stone since before anything, like with anything in my life, nothing defines me except for the Lord or like what I want to define me, if that makes sense. So like, I don't let followers define me. Like I don't, I could care less about my followers. Like I love, I love having this platform to where I can connect with people. And that's the most important part for me in that aspect. Um, But like the numbers do not matter. Numbers do not matter. Analytics, like, of course, my job kind of relies on it. But like at the end of the day, if I am reaching five people instead of 5,000 and those five people actually take something from me and learn something and are like, looking up to me in a certain aspect, like, I think that's way more valuable than 5,000 people just clicking through and assuming. So like, I think for the comparison aspect, I find myself comparing in the sense of like, am I doing enough? Like, am I doing enough? Am I doing um, enough on social media to like build my brand? How am I 
like, oh my gosh, this girl I'm following who I really look up to is posting X amount of times. Why am I not? So like in, in that sense, I find myself comparing in that way more than I do with like body and stuff like that, mostly because I don't let that poison seep into me. Like it is straight poison. Nothing is as it looks. And you have to just constantly remind yourself, like nothing is as it looks. Uh, like she's sucking in very hard. She's flexing super hard, like nothing. So I just think that in the comparison aspect of like body, face, skin, everything is just, if you just do not let that seep in, it doesn't become consuming. So that's one of my rules is just to like, not even like praise people instead of be jealous of them, like praise people be like, Oh my God, you look amazing. Like if I feel like if you find that part of like celebrating others that way, then it's makes it easier to not compare because you're like, Oh my gosh, like she has an amazing nose. I have an amazing hair. Like I love that part about myself. Like always constantly remind something that you love about yourself to where you're not comparing because you never know what picture you're looking at, what person is feeling that. And I think just constantly reminding yourself that that is not real. It might be, it might be real, but also like celebrating that for them and celebrating you for you. Um, and then in the comparison aspect of like business wise, like for content creation, like I have to just constantly remind myself and like, I am my own person. If I don't want to post three times a week, I'm not going to post three times a week because I'm going to go to lunch or I'm going to go to dinner with my husband or I'm going to watch a movie. Like it, I just take that pressure off myself because I'm like, at the end of the day, I do this because I want to have fun. I love it. And I want to share certain aspects of my life with people. And that is that, you know what I mean? So if, if I'm comparing in that way, I just got to bring myself back around to, I do this for fun. I do this for others. And I do this to connect and have a platform, not because I want to feel bad about myself. So I think that's just what something important to keep in mind for both aspects of comparing body image and comparing like business, I guess. Yeah, no, that's so good. I especially relate to like the content creation. I think it's funny because at one point I had some people in like business tell me like, look at what this author's doing, like copy what they're doing on their social media. Like, like they're growing. So you should do what they're doing. And I would try that and it would never work. And then finally, when I was like, screw it, I'm going to do what I want. And yeah, that's when I actually grew Like, it's funny when it's like, when I'm not trying to be someone else and I'm just like embracing what's on my heart, like that exactly. is more... And I'm more happy with that. And then I'm not obsessed. And when it comes to comparison, I think, especially with like lately TikTok, like you can easily get on an algorithm just because you're looking at it and you're like, it, it's so important to just not spend more than five seconds thinking about something that you can't change within five minutes, you know? So it's like, if it's body image, like don't like sit there and look at her picture and wonder like, oh, I wish I had that because you can't change that in five seconds. Like you can be healthier, but like, and I love what you said about finding things that you can celebrate about people because chances are she has insecurities too. Like, and someone is praying for something that you currently have. And I think I've had to come to a realization, like I was never called to be the prettiest girl in the room. Like I am going to go on TikTok and there will be someone prettier than me. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. Like it's like, there are some people who are physically, who are models. Gigi Hadid is hotter <laughs> than me. Like there is no question. I will let her win that competition, but I'm the only Grace Valentine and I can exactly. be that. And I'm com- you're the only Kennedy Brown or Kennedy Stidham. Sorry. <laughs> hey, you knew me as a Brown, so it's fine. Yeah, I know. You it's it's always weird when you're I think I need I need to change your name in my phone. Um, 
And so, yeah, I think just guarding your heart, like creating parameters, kind of like you said, like, and just remembering that like everyone you see is your teammate, not your competition. Like the girl who posts, like there's enough, there's enough room for us in all the world. Like there's enough guys in the world. Like we don't, we're not in a competition. We have each other. And I think boring. If you're trying to be somebody else, be your own person. Because I can't something I want to like affirm in you is like, I just remember meeting you and like you had already built up a following in college. And I remember thinking, I told someone like Kennedy Brown's in my class to go, what's she, is she nice? And I'm like, you would never guess that Kennedy had a lot of followers. Like, like it was like, Aww. you came in and like sweats and you're like, what's up to everyone in the class? Like, and everyone's <laughs> like, we know who she is, which is funny because I always say like, there's a lot of Auburn girls who listen. Auburn girls are like obsessed with you and Baylor people are obsessed with you, but also like, like, eh, it's Kennedy. like she goes to school here. Like, and then Auburn girls saw her wearing get- a bun every day. <laughs> Literally, literally, I remember I had a friend in Auburn goes, Oh my gosh, I'm at Orange Theory and Kennedy's here. And I was like, just go say hi. Like I was like, Yeah. No, I love Um, Auburn girls. But you are so good at just like you're you don't let it get to your head. Not like it's like anything to get to your head. Like it's just Instagram falls. It's nothing. But like I just really respect that you are the same person. You're not putting in a persona and I see details about your life and you're open, but you also like keep some things private. And I think that's healthy. And I think people need to have, whether you're an influencer or whether you're just a sorority girl, whether you are just someone who's a dad and mom, like there's just some things for your own mental health that the world doesn't have to know. And it's not because you're hiding it. It's just because those are something maybe your people around you should know, you know, I don't know. Oh, I love you. You're so sweet. Of course. Okay. So how has post-grad, so for all the post-grad listeners or people who are going to their senior year of college, listen up, especially, how has that <laughs> affected your identity? Because you were a soccer player and that kind of like, you were an athlete. Like that's kind of what you were known for. Yeah. I mean, I think um, like post-grad, I immediately was thrown into like life. I think I remember whenever I listened back to our podcast, like, or us doing it together. Um, I said, like, if I had stayed on campus, like, cause I graduated early, I graduated in December. I remember saying, if I had stayed on campus, like I would have been like, I just had to rip the bandaid off, like say bye to Baylor, say bye to soccer. Because a lot of my, like a lot of soccer made up who I was, I would have never allowed it to be my identity because I was, I learned that from like, you know, playing and learning the lessons that I needed to learn from that, um, to know that soccer is not my identity. So for like people who are like, Oh, I don't have to study anymore. Or, Oh my gosh, I don't have to go to practice and work my butt off to try to secure my spot the next season. Like if you're struggling in that way, um, I would just say like, find out what you love. Like, like that sounds so weird, but it's true because Soccer was what I loved and I didn't know anything but soccer. And then like, that was my whole life waking up at 5 a.m., going to practice, going home at 3 p.m. and starting my day, which was studying. Like that was it. Like my soccer was my life. So figuring out stuff I love, like I love fashion. I love um, connecting with people. I love social media, social media in the sense of like having a platform and talking to people and connecting with people I would have never connected with in my entire life. Like I'm passionate about going to eat. Like I love food. Like I'm a foodie. Like I love finding new restaurants. I love hanging out with friends, like having intentional times with people, like doing stuff like that. Um, finding what you love, like outside of 
soccer and sports is so important for like your identity. And also obviously your identity is in Christ people. Like if he is the ultimate person that you should be finding yourself in. And I think that's also helped me so much knowing that soccer is not my identity. School is not my identity. Like Jared's not even my identity. Like the Lord's my identity. And like, I put myself in him to know that like whatever fulfills me is temporary and he is eternal. So like, I think that's super important to like know that, especially in whatever like um, phase you're entering in life, because everything's temporary. Like everything's temporary, your feelings, your emotions, whatever happens to you. So not finding your identity in that and making sure post-grad whatever you're finding your identity in something that you love and also the Lord to fulfill you in that aspect. So I don't know. I was kind of all over the place on that one, but lots of thoughts. No, I think that's good. I I love what you said about the, like having other things because I remember growing up and watching, it sounds so silly, but my dad plant a tomato like garden and like a garden in our backyard. I remember thinking like, I know. I'm like, I was thinking, remember thinking that's so weird, but like he was working oh, a lot. Amazing. Like I look back and everyone needs a hobby, like something yes. else, like to watch grow, like literally figuratively, like whether it's like plants, like I got plants now. I'm like loving taking care of them. Like I like to run, but it's not like, like those are all parts of you. They're never going to complete you because never, if I couldn't run or if my plants died, like life would go on. Like, and so and same with you. Like if you, if your Instagram was hacked, like for hope it doesn't, but like, oh, God, things, you still have, I know, don't speak that. <laughs> That's my fear, honestly. Um, but like at the end of the day, you're, you know, that you have other things and not, it's not like soccer. Like when you watch, like, especially it's so sad when you're watching a player who gets hurt, like at the football field or oh, whatever. Totally. And oh you're like, God. That's their world. And so I always think we need to like encourage like athletes, students, whoever it is, like, your life and your happiness should never be all put in one thing. It should all be at the feet of Jesus. Like, and then when you're at the feet of Jesus, you'll notice that there's things that he will give you and blessings along the way and just passions and adventure. And slowly you'll be able to find joy in this crazy world we live in. Um, but it comes from Christ, like you said. And so I thought that was beautiful and yeah, find hobbies. I need to work on finding more hobbies though. Um, I have like so many people who have found the funniest hobbies. Like just, um, I guess quarantine helped people do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's literally just finding the beauty and doing something that you love. Like I know a lot of people who quit their jobs and started doing stuff that they love and they are never happier. Like it's such a scary thing, but it's, I mean, life is short. Like if that's anything we've ever learned this year, life is short, do what you love. Like, no, exactly. Always. And I think, yeah, I was kind of in that place too, where like the, my church ministry job was for a lot. And finally I was like, you know what? Like got offered to come back. I was like, I don't think I'm happy there. Like I was yeah. pouring and like this ministry is great. And I love ministry, but I'm like, I haven't been able, I always felt selfish for expanding my podcast, for doing social media stuff, for writing more. And I just like, it was like, I want to write more on social media, like travel more to speak. And I'm just watching like the Lord, like yeah. fulfill that because I, I was doing what I felt and I, you, it's easy to feel selfish when you're pursuing something that's fun. Cause exactly. I think Christians have the sense of, I have to die for myself. I shouldn't be having fun. And mm-hmm. I think the Lord wants us to do when we delight in him, like he gives us the desires of our heart because they align with him. So as long as you're delighting in him, like chances are the fun thing is what you're called to do. And it's for him too. Like your voice, he's one, he's probably looking at you saying, grace, your voice is 
so big and impacting so many people. I want you to do something for me in this way. And here's how you're going to do it. And I think you, like, if you listen to that, then it's going to be doing great things for not only for the kingdom, yeah. but for you. Like, and I would say like, I still like babysitting. Like, I got two babysitting like, gigs. Like things may not fully pay like the exact, like I, like I bought a house right before Corona and like, thank gosh, cause the housing market went crazy. Oh but my gosh. I, yes. I know. I first I was like, Oh my gosh, I bought a house, got furloughed, like starting my own business fully. Like I'm still babysitting on the side to like help pay for bills and stuff. Yeah. And I still do that now. And so I tell people, if you would do things like, and like be willing to take it as like a part-time thing and work other jobs so that you can support your dream. Like whether it's being a writer, whether it's owning a boutique, if you're willing to do that, then that's probably why you're called to it. Like that's how you know. Okay. So, and has like, has being married affected your identity at all? Like, I mean, okay. Sounds dumb. The hardest thing for me one day, well, like this is, this is so dramatic and it's not the hardest thing for me one day, but losing my last name, like that will be like a weird. Okay. I was going to say, are you going to change your last name? Cause your last name is the That's coolest thing. I, I have a while until I have to worry that. about that. Um, I would be surprised if I even have to worry about that in the next like two years. So, um, so cool. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like that would be so hard for me. So every time I see someone married, I'm like, did you change your last name? What'd you do? I think I would change it on my ID and stuff, but like, I don't think I would change it on my books. Like that would be dumb. Unless it's like what Christmas, like, I don't know. Like what can be better? Like, I don't know. Great Um, Valentine, Christmas, Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah. Like what's what's next? Um, but funny. yeah, actually, my yeah. Wait, what'd you say? No, I don't know. What do you say? <laughs> no, I was gonna say something that I shouldn't say. Well, my brother was not that bad. She's great. My brother dated a girl whose last name was Holiday, and I was like, oh my gosh, they're not dating anymore. But like, I remember being like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Like Valentine that Holiday. Would be like, a good switch out. That would be a good switch out. But yeah, no, I don't like, I mean, for me, like this, it's only down. So, I mean, if anyone knows any guys who are around, I have to be older than me at this point in my life. They have to have the last name Financially stable. No, they can't have the last name Valentine. I'm just getting over late to be rooted. But they have something good. Like something like either like holy, like something like um, a holiday, something fun, something spunky. Like that is my dream guy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Was that hard for you at all? Even though like, I mean, Brown was great, but like, Brown was, yeah, you know, honestly, I think, um, I think again, this goes back to just not putting any, you know, anything, no, any words. Yeah. No, yeah, I struggled with that so much. I yeah, need to hear this. Just reminding myself, but again, I do like, sometimes I do like this is just me being vulnerable, but like, just, I don't like being known as you know, Jared Stidham's wife. Like I am my own person. I am Kennedy Stidham. I love my husband. I want to be with him, Kennedy and Jared Stidham, not Jared Stidham's wife or like making it sound like it's like a, not a good thing. You know what I mean? Like people who are like, Oh yeah, Jared Stidham's wife. I'm like, you can learn my name, you know? Like it's yeah, it's not gonna take you long. Yeah, it's long. It's Kennedy. Thank you. And that's might just be me being like, Hey, like, I am my own person, but you know, it's yeah. just kind of, that kind of like was basically the only thing, especially at the beginning, like getting on the team. It's like, Oh, that's Jerusalem's wife. I'm like, I'm Kennedy. Like, but yeah. there's, again, it's not a negative connotation. I think it's just me as a person. It was like, I, lo- I left my last name. I moved across the country. My husband is 
doing his thing. I obviously am now doing my thing. Like I'm getting into doing my own thing. And I think that's helped so much because again, it's not about identity, not about that, but it's like something I love and being okay with myself and loving myself for what I'm doing and um, not relying on somebody else to complete me, if that makes sense. Me and him. Oh, completely. Like, and I think that's a lot of girls can probably relate to that just because of the idea of like some people have big sisters or big brothers and they're always referred to as that people's parents. Yes. Yeah. Like, like my sisters hated being known as Kennedy's little sister. They're like, I have a name. So it's kind of just like that. It's not a bad thing. Like you're not saying being Kennedy's little sister is a bad thing. You're saying like, I'm my own person. I'm, you know, doing my own thing. I am Kennedy's sister. Yes. But like, I am. And you do have your own business. You do have your own things to celebrate. So it's also like, yeah, it's like when you see news article. I think there was one time I can't remember what it was. It was like a, it, was a, it was a soccer player, right? It and they said like Kelsey or oh, Kelsey. I'm gonna Kelly. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this. Oh no! Now I want to know her name. I don't want to say JJ Watt's girlfriend. I want to know her. Yeah, name. <laughs> that too. No, I'm gonna learn her name right now. Well, guilty. It's because of the society we live in that does highlight, like Hold the on. society we live in. And I'm not anti-changing your last name. Kelly I'm just saying. Kelly O'Hay. Oh, hi. Kelly O'Hay. The news article read, J.J. Watt's girlfriend makes soccer championship. And it's like... Not even his wife. Like, it's like... He's engaged to her. He is... Um, she is a freaking stud athlete soccer player. Know her name. Just like I went to go know her name before I even said anything about this. Like... It just takes two seconds and she's amazing. She's paving her own way. But again, that just goes back to, you know, people saying that. And it was funny. Like I literally, how we both just thought about that same. Um, yeah. News that wasn't planned. Because yeah, because um, it happens it. all the time though. Even he, like, I, he like, was like, she's amazing. She's her own person. Like know her name. She made the championship, not JJ Watt's girlfriend. Like she did it. So I think literally. that's funny. I, I, I just think the society we live in, I think I always joke that I never wanted to become like this woman empowerment. Like I like, I, I grew up, I just like, I really didn't want to. And like, you just can't help. And after you're a woman who has like your own business and just like the comments you'll get, whether you're in a relationship, someone's like, Oh, Jared's wife is starting, has an Instagram following. You're like, no, I have a business. I have products that I sell. I have yeah. like, you know, you're like, it's and I'm Kenny Stidham, like Kenny Brown Stidham. I have my own thing. And so I even had people be like, Oh, did your dad like help you get published? And I, my dad's listening. He'll probably laugh because my dad was like, this probably won't work out, Grace. Like I'm a banker, like just do something simple. And so I'm like this society where like we highlight men's success and assume that there's a man behind it. I just can't, I can't, I can't (laughs) feel that. Um, Anyways, so what switching topics after we talked about feminism, I'm joking. What are three (laughs) things you wish you knew when you were younger? Or not three things, just anything. What do you wish you knew when you were younger, Kennedy? What I wish I knew I was when I was younger, basically just everything happens for a reason because that is so present in my life right now. Like, and if I, obviously, if I knew that when I was little, I'm like, okay, I wouldn't stress like, you know, walking to high school with a breakup fresh or like, you know, knowing I'm going to meet my future husband. You know what I mean? Like, Everything happens for a reason because that breakup led me to a husband or, you know, that soccer failure in high school led me to 
a college championship. Like, so stuff like everything happens for a reason. It's so simple, but if you keep reminding yourself, it's like, oh, I'm going to get caught up in what's going to happen next. What's going to do this? What's going to do that? And be like, hold on, everything happens for a reason. So if that's not meant to be, it's not going to be. And um, that's something I hold on to, to this day. And it's so relevant in my life right now. Um, Another thing I would say is to always show the love that you want to be reciprocated. Because I, like, so recently, like, I will pour my heart out, do something out of, like, out of just the servant heart, like just the servant heart of whatever. Oh, I'm, I'm losing my track in my, my words right here, but no, you're doing great. Uh, like, I'm like servant heartedness. No, maybe. <laughs> um, but basically just show people the love that you want to be reciprocated. And if it doesn't get reciprocated, you can't expect to control other people's actions type of thing. Um, because like you can only control what you're going to give to other people and the love that you give to other people. And that's what you're going to be known for, not for what you did with what they gave back to you. So I guess just controlling what you can control, show the love that you want to be shown back because that's just what the definition of respect is. Um, and then, yeah, just everything happens for a reason. I'm just like fortune. No, I love that. Here. And no, but it, it's so true. And especially after I think it's like, for me, I can see that in like my career as in, you know, I'm not exactly where I want to be, but like, I'm looking back at, you know, whether it's publishers where that told were. me no, yeah. whether it's people who said I would never like be able to write or whatever. And like, I'm like, okay, like I was, God was leading me this whole time to where I'm supposed to be. And like one day when I, if I get married and it's all the single girls out there, like you may be dealing with heartbreak now. Like you may be, overwhelmed and you may it may be hard to see the good and goodbye but like when you're like kennedy saying when she was looking at her husband like she realized that like oh my gosh i'm so thankful that guy left me and that guy broke my heart or the guy wasn't the guy he was supposed to be because it led me here and so you may not see it today but there will be a day and you may not see it in all your avenues you may be able to only see it in your career or in your relationships or in your family relationships but like there will be a time when you see that and have that response that kennedy has okay so what is three things that you're working on or growing in? Not three things. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like to hold people's like numbers. It's, okay. But it's easy. It's easy to I think know. about. It sounds like, easy. Like three that's, things. That's oh, right. Everyone like, says, um, you know, even in kindergarten, you're told, give me three things you're thankful for. Yeah. Like, Two truths and one lie. Yes. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> what are three or what? Oh gosh, I keep saying it. What are things that you are working on now? Things I'm working on now. Uh, following my be, own advice yeah. that I yeah. keep telling myself. Like I just literally said, everything happens for a reason. I need to constantly remind myself that. So like, honestly, like it's kind of just affirming. I need to keep working on affirming what I already know in me, if that makes sense. So like, mm. don't compare, don't stress little things. Don't like everything happens for a reason. Show people the love you wanted. Like you wanted to like all of that stuff. I just need to keep on obviously holding myself accountable and affirming that in me. Um, something else I want to work on in life and business or what, just anything, any, anything can be like, are you working on any, like, I like that. Like what you first said, as in, I need to like, and I do that all the time. I mean, I give people advice for a living and then my friends will be like, Grace, would you let your girls talk to this guy or believe this lie? And I was like, Uh no, I want to, 
Um, but I also, is there any like practice more as I preach at that kind of, is thing. there any projects you have to like, like uh, your presets, for instance, like you're literally physically uh, working on those and I yeah. can't wait. I'm buying them after this. I know I'm her that you girl. We support. Yeah, each other. I, okay. yes, I cannot wait, but I love Lightroom. If you've used Visco, don't use Visco. Like if you like, just like having brighter pictures, like Lightroom's where it's at. I've been using that. And Kennedy has the best filters. Like it's not like airbrush. It's not like anything crazy. It just makes the lighting better. And it, Lighting is different. So and colors. Yeah. Tell everyone that the presets you've been working on. Yeah. I mean, so I guess that is something for creative aspect that I'm working on and, and figuratively speaking, speaking, <laughs> speaking. Um, but yeah, so presets, um, me and my friend Haley, she was actually my wedding photographer. How weird, how we became best friends, but I love our story. Um, so she was my wedding photographer. We became best friends. Then we decided, hey, so many people ask me how I like filter my pictures or like whatever. And again, an aesthetic feed is not everything, but like I love a good picture that has great lighting. Like I love that stuff. Um, and we just decided to collab and come out with together. But working on we launched those and um working on some other things, but I obviously have so many like dreams and to come up like for like in the future um that are on hold but I totally want to get to do that one day so definitely more um things to work on in the fashion aspect and social media Ooh. aspect um I need you like to come with me shopping one day like come to Orlando and like come uh, with me shopping and make me look edgier or cooler like you just have such cool girl vibes girl like, you are the girl cool, that, but I'm like I'm like a little bit of like a, nothing bad I just am like I love pink like I, I need like edge to me like <laughs> girl we can I'm go shopping and just do that for store. fun I'm down yes yes come just, to Orlando and do that Oh, I would love that. Okay, I'm gonna give you a quick. This is like a hot seat round, and I'm just gonna say like, what would you rather of these? And Ooh, it's like just okay. fun things. It's something like okay. that. Okay, would you rather rather eat out or eat in? Like, cook your own food or eat at a restaurant? Eat out? You kidding? Me too. I 100. I, I love cooking. Um, but- Wrong dishes do not get me started with dishes. I know. Well, it's just nice to just show up. It's an experience. Okay, yeah, exactly. shopping in person or online. I'm kind of an online gal because when I'm in COVID got me lazy. Well, when I'm in person, I don't want to carry everything. And then I'm kind of down and out after three stores. So (laughs) I'm like, also in person, I buy stuff that I actually don't like more than I do online, which sounds weird because it's like, I look at it in my cart before I make the decision and I take things out, add things, take it out, add things. But when I'm in person, I'm like, this tank twenty dollars. It doesn't. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't want to try on stuff in the store. I think that's what turns me off of it. And you have to if you're gonna. You'd be ah. dumb not to. Okay, Mexican food or Italian food? Mexican girl, going back to my I roots. <laughs> I know Texas girl. I just made myself breakfast tacos for breakfast this morning. I I miss Texas breakfast tacos more than anything in the world. Um, oh, so good. Ice cream or wine. Oh, ooh, ice cream. That might be shocking. That's good. I'm, I'm just a dessert. That's gal. good. I love I wine. wine. Oh, I say. <laughs> yeah, no, I <laughs> love wine, but I just dare yeah. you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's this place in Black Mountain that has the best ice cream ever, though. And it's called Dairy King or Blue Cone or something. And that's the only time I choose ice cream ever wine. Okay. Athletic leisure clothes or glam? Oh, man. 
I'm kind of glam. Like I, yeah. I, I love athletic leisure. Like I love it, but whenever I get to go, I feel like COVID has switched me to that because I've literally been wearing athletic leisure clothes for a year. So whenever mm. I get to dress up and go to dinner, I'm like, Ooh, yay. So, yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm so pretty. <laughs> I'm like, Whoa, I feel alive. Like it's amazing. Mm. Like I feel like I can function. So I don't know if that's just the, I'm, I'm in that mode right now. We'll come back to me in a few weeks. I might be in leisure. Yeah. Well, it, it, it really does depend on the day. Like the idea I'm athletic leisure probably just cause I get so lazy and I love when I have a cute set that looks really, yeah. oh my gosh. Cute. I love it. But when I feel glamorous, like the problem is if I feel really good, sometimes I'll put on makeup and a dress. I don't know. I don't feel like myself, but if I find something that I'm so confident in, then like, man, I'll bet. So that's, that's my choice. Um, okay. So beach, I, I, you're going to say beach, I bet beach or mountains, beach. (laughs) I'm more of a mountain girl. I just, I I get bored. I'm like, you live, which I never go, but like, I, it's funny. Cause it's like, I'm like, you just lay here. Like, this is what you do at a beach. Like you just literally like, I lay and read. I have yeah, lay and read my book. Thanks. Okay. And so my last question is what is something that is giving you life and energy these days? Because the podcast is called I'm Tired. And so yes. that's always how I end it. So let me know. Life and energy besides my energy drinks. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> literally, like figuratively, literally. Life and energy. I think my favorite something that's giving me life and energy right now is. The fact that summer is almost here and mm-hmm. I'll get to have a few days with my husband, but just fun because he's obviously at work all the time. Um, and I'll have a few days with my husband and we're planning to just do a lot of just togetherness. So I'm looking forward to that. That's giving me life and energy. Aww. And the sun, the sun is giving me life and energy right now because it's beautiful outside I'm taking advantage of it because the weather here can go up and down all the time. I'm sure Orlando yeah, is. You're, oh, Orlando's always hot. Like, and then it'll sure. rain at 3 p.m. I'm like jealous. That. And I love it. I can't do the cold. Like, I can't believe you're in Boston. I'm like, I don't have the clothes for that. Like, like I just, what, what, what is it right now for you? Weather. It's literally, let's see. Uh, I think it's probably like 80, like okay, 80 so something. Maybe seven. it's hotter. Let's see. I gotta, I gotta get this accurate if I'm gonna say this with so much confidence. It's definitely been like lately, like very hot. I also don't think I know. It's 81. It's cloudy today, but it's. I mean, I can't wait for my run. Like I went on a golden hour. That's why my what's giving me life and energy is like lately. I've been running at like five to six p.m. and it's like that golden hour, and you feel the sun shining, but it's coming down. And I don't know how it just. And I ran on like a busy street on purpose. If people in Orlando see me, like. Be like, why don't you run a trail? I'm like, I run better if I know I'm near people. One, for safety. Two, because I'm like, I'm so scared I'm going to run into someone I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I can't go walking. Like, I, I can't be walking if you're driving by. So exactly. if you're listening to this and you see me running, you're the reason why I run fast. So thank you. Uh-huh. Um, I'll come to Orlando but, just to watch you run. <laughs> just to watch me run on the streets of Orlando. On. Go ahead. Straight on the streets. Um, okay, well, Kennedy, this has been so fun. You know how much I just admire you and love you. You are just a ray of sunshine, literally mm-hmm. and figuratively. And so um, but cool. you bring a lot of joy and you just are really good. And I can't wait to get your presets and everyone should go get them. How can they buy them or what can they do? Basically just, if you go to my profile, it's in my bio, or I can just send you a link to put Mm -hmm. underneath. And what's your Instagram handle? Kennedy Stidham. 
That's it. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, I will also link that in the description. And thank you so much for joining me. It has been so fun. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you all for tuning into the I'm Tired podcast. I had so much fun talking with my friend Kennedy and I hope you got to know her too. Go check out her Instagram at Kennedy Stidham and check the description for information on her presets. I hope everyone has a great day and finds energy and joy in the everyday.